Hey guys, it's Fossil. And this is Spawn. How is your retrograde going? <laughs> no, really, how's your retrograde going? <laughs> oh, ours is going pretty shit. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I've got stories. I've got serious stories. Let me tell you this. Retrograde has throat punched me. I have a four-year-old Microsoft product laptop that... I bought four years ago and it was my baby. I dressed her in pink, she had the pink skins, I customized all her sound bites. So, um, didn't I? It was muchly yeah. me, it mm -hmm. was muchly me. It was meanness. The most it, yeah. pink thing you've ever seen in your life. And all of my favorite actors pretty much had lines that would talk to me like if I opened up the trash can to empty it, it would say, that's a crock of shit, which was a line from a, a, sh uh, a radio thing, whatever, doesn't matter. Then, you know, I would open up a program and it would say something. And then if I closed something, it would say bye. Yeah. Fossil so, is the soundbite queen. I love doing that. It's, it's actually insane. It's so much fun. I don't know. You take something someone said as a clip and people have been doing it forever. But I figured out how to do it. And I just, it gives me the giggles. Yeah. Even though she's over 50, she's still doing it. And you know what? <laughs> you know what? Shine on. When you can, you know, you guys respond with memes and things and I respond. I'd love to respond in sound bites. I just love that it's like an inside joke to yourself. It really is. Yeah. It's like nobody enjoys it. I don't care. It makes me laugh. Like I'll just be, you know, 3 a.m. You forgot to turn your computer off or something. And all of a sudden, it's just it just screams at me, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And it's like a man every single time. It's never a woman. It's always a man. Yeah, I don't have any really funny sound bites from, from females. Yeah. yeah, I don't. It, it's because women aren't funny. No. Oh, <laughs> that shit. That's so what you're saying? No. No. The F I just, in women stands for funny. Is that what you're telling when me? I, when I come across a movie where somebody says something that I can use to um, irritate my friends and family, I will absolutely. It will absolutely make it a sound bite. It's like a good sound bite, though, that you have that always scares me. Well, it's probably the one that I'm going to use in this this discussion. Oh, okay. Okay, so let me, let, me, let me keep going here. So my Surface was my baby, and I used it for everything, right? Like most people use their phones. This was my laptop. Everything yeah. from, everything was on it. So, you know, the, between the, the writing, bills, family life, everything, music, whatever. So Memorial Day weekend, which is basically right around the time retrograde started, and we had already done, talked about, you know, I had done all the maintenance, even on Emily's computer. I did it on my computer. I made sure everybody's stuff was clean and going. And I am rendering a video. And I didn't realize that the power cord had wiggled out. And I hear, bye! And then it goes black. My screen Bye, just went. Your sound yeah, bites. that was one of my sound bites. Mm -hmm. Bye. It's to tell me that the battery's low, and it does get your attention. Mm -hmm. So I think crap. Enter, Enter. Denial, denial phase. So I'm thinking I can fix it. No big deal. I just have to re-render the file, um, put the power back in. And I let it go for an hour, which this thing should in two hours be completely. It's It's got some speed power strip. So it, it did. In two hours, it was, it was full battery. But after an hour, I couldn't turn it back on. So Spawn Jr., male Spawn Jr. came down and said, maybe it overheated. I'm like, but it's a solid state drive. It has no moving parts. Why would it overheat? But I took, I'm like, what do I know? I don't know anything. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. Side tangent. The fact that male spawn is like literally certified in like computers and he literally went to school for IT and you're like, oh my God, like my computer's not working. How do I fix it? And he was like, I don't know. Have you tried restarting it? Okay. <laughs> we can get, put a pin in that thought. Put a pin in that thought. We're There's like, more. What did you go to school for? <laughs> put a pin in that thought. There's more. We will address okay, that okay. going forward. So I leave it overnight taking his advice, maybe this graph card. I don't know how these things work, mm -hmm. the, the magic that is. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, let it cool down. The next morning, it still did not turn on. So I thought, now I'm still in denial phase. No big deal. I will take it to the geeks. 
The Geek Squad. More boys who know how to fix things. Mm, I'm seeing an issue here. They look me in the eye and say, ma'am, if we can't turn it on, we can't fix it. Enter, Enter. Bargaining, bargaining phase. I'm like, open it up. Can't you open it up? Replace the part? Do surgery. She's my life. Fix her. Help her. Make her live again. You can't do this to me. So I am really starting to freak out. You really were not that dramatic. You are probably like, oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> but you're not in like, my head, I am... In my head, you know I cried when it first happened because I was like, what is going oh, on? Oh, absolutely. But I don't... I cannot imagine you going to Geek Quad and no. being like, oh, do no. something. Like, no, I did not. not. In my head, person. I did. In my head, I was sitting in the car going, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. But you were probably like, oh, that's too bad. No, I went, I went, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for trying. Thank you. And I yeah. walked out. But in the car. So I, I think, was that the day I got home and I, I stared at you? Yes. And I stared at you because uh, Spawn was sleeping and I, I stared at her. I was like, Enzy, mm-hmm. um, change of plans. We're, we're going to go to the mall. So this was my bargaining phase. And we on Memorial freaking day weekend, the last no, place I Memorial wanted to be. No, not Memorial day weekend. It was the day. Memorial day. And I was low-key bitter. Just be, I wasn't like mad or anything because it, it had to happen. But... It was like the first day off I've ever been given. And I'm waking your butt up to go <laughs> to the And you were mall. like, we gotta go to the Well, I just, I needed two two brain cells to, to listen to this, to what's Girl, going on. Girl, they're not here. Doesn't they are matter. not sitting right next to you. But my mind was, in my mind, I'm like, I'll show those geek boys. I'll show Spawn Jr. I will have somebody fix it. I will go to source. I will go to where I purchased it in the mall. I will go to the Microsoft store. Come to find out when I look up the hours, not just that store, all of the Microsoft stores have been closed. All of them. And that is where enter Enter anger anger phase. This is where I started to actually just feel out of control, angry, pissed off. What the hell am I going to do? How am I going to access my stuff? All of my recordings, all of the videos, everything was on, on baby. And I didn't know what to do on baby. So we ended up going to the mall and what was open? Hmm. Let me guess. What's the one store? What was open? (laughs) The one technology store. My mental technological nemesis the one place that i spell it satan but it's spelled a p p l e and we walked into that store now now let me in defense in in my own defense of my age i grew up before any of this stuff happened so when apple came out yeah it was cool but i saw it as just this pretentious arrogant company overselling a product that people were just, it was snobbery. You bought it because you were a freaking snob and wanted to show people you had something expensive. To me, it was ridiculoso. Major ridiculoso, okay? I'm loving this lingo that you've been using throughout. <laughs> Is it stupid? It's me. <laughs> I wouldn't call it stupid. I would just call it different. Flavorful. It's my brain. <laughs> welcome to my brain. Did you say fabuloso? What did you say? Yeah, fabuloso. Okay. That's welcome to my brain. Okay. So we have to make an appointment, of course, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> make an appointment. <laughs> to the Apple store. I yeah. mean, that's kind of standard, though. Okay, whatever. I didn't have to do that with Microsoft. I walked in and bitches were Because right no there, one's like, buying it! Okay, <laughs> well, no, that thing They're was, open! That, yeah. <laughs> they're, just, they're free. <laughs> they're like, oh my god, a customer, a customer! Yeah, no, they were busy. Not when we. When, when, when I got oh, my, actually, you're right. They my were laptop, pretty busy. they were busy, but they booked over because it was like the week before school started. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Any, anywho, mm-hmm. anywho, <laughs> and anyhow, we got a gentleman named Tom. So when it was our time, Mr. Tom showed us, but every time he walked up to something, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, okay, in my brain, now, those of you who know me, I talk to my angels and guides and I pray and I say, what am I supposed to do? Do I leave here and walk out? And I heard, stay put. Mr. Tom said, finally found a couple things. Emily even tried to look at the laptops. She tried to look at, you know, some things. And um, eventually, Mr. Tom 
got back to me because Emily decided she wasn't ready to purchase and I wanted to walk out of there with something. Mm -hmm. And Tom said, our supplies are pretty low this weekend and I'm not sure what we have in stock, but let's take a look. Now, I'm pretty discouraged at this point because Mm -hmm. I'm thinking all of the YouTube videos are going to be off we're not going to get our podcast out. You know, all these things is just destroying my week, my month. I, you know, I was feeling, starting to feel pretty shitty. So when he looks up this one, it happened to be a desktop model. And I'm thinking, all right, um, maybe that'll get my butt in the chair. Instead of moving around the house, I'll get my butt in the chair and work. So the desktop model was pretty cool. I mean, it, it had some neat features to it. Above and beyond that, he shows me his phone and we're going through the inventory And he says to me, we only have it in stock in pink. In pink. I repeat, in pink. And I went, here's my wallet. (laughs) So, and what were you wearing that day? I was. A guy ran up to me and goes, oh, the coordination here? (laughs) No, no, no. I need you to explain You go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. So, guys, if you don't know Fossil, um, she solely wears pink that's not true you you wear different colors i but lean heavily you yeah yes i (laughs) i lean i love the color she shows up in a pink blazer okay (laughs) bubblegum pink a bubblegum pink barbie pink. not not a dark you know no baby pink yes a baby pink um she shows up in a baby pink blazer with her baby pink phone with a baby pink bag in her baby pink Designer bag. <laughs> Maybe. It was a gift. It was a gift. I was going to say, Maybe. <laughs> I was like, you're not that type of person. It was a gift. Uh, <laughs> Don't look the gift horse in the purse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then her baby pink wallet with her baby pink credit card in it. Yeah. Uh, what else were you wearing? You. Oh, no. I had my something. I had my Nikes on with the swish, but the swish was hologram. But everything else was pink. Mm-hmm. And I had jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah. A white t-shirt with, it was white balloon pink. I love, I love, I'm sorry. Are you wearing a pink uh, Sorry, not hand? sorry. Of course I'm wearing my DeFit. It looks like an apple, but it's not. It's called DeFit. No, I love it. It does the same, it does the same thing. I wonder if you'll ever get an Apple watch now. No. Really? You don't yeah, think so? Yeah, this, this DeFit, $50 DeFit watch works exactly like yours, no offense. Yeah. But no, it does, it does everything. It even takes my blood pressure, not just heart rate, blood pressure. Yeah. I love it. No, I mean, if I didn't have an Apple Watch, you know, if I'd I'd make you get this one. If I had never gotten one, I I wouldn't. It looks exactly like it, but it's pink. Yeah. (laughs) That's not why I got it. I got it because I was Googling blood pressure. Um, there, I knew there was blood pressure monitors on certain things, but they're not common. You can get heart rates all day. Yeah. But in oxygen levels, but you don't get blood pressure. And this one gives me blood pressure. I've said that a thousand times. Can we just acknowledge that when I was talking about my Apple Watch, like literally a second ago, I said, if I hadn't got the Apple Watch, I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Wherever you are in life, there you are. But I mean, the fact that I was like, no shit, if you didn't get the Apple Watch, you wouldn't get the Apple Watch. That doesn't even make sense. Well. Like, no shit. It's like we're being visited by the spirit of Steve Jobs just going, give me a chance. Give me a chance. (laughs) Give me a chance. Give me a chance. Does anyone know that TikTok trend? Not me. Give me me one more chance. Is that the next thing I need to look into is TikTok? It's like this guy whining. You kids and these newfangled contraptions. My my computer's name is Rosie and I'm learning to speak Apple. Mm -hmm. That's it. Girl, that is not it. That is very much not it. Uh-uh. I'm going to stop you right there. She literally, we come home, right? And she's like, oh, I love my desktop. She's so pumped. She's putting it together. Oh, my God. I was so irritated, too, because I went on TikTok, and apparently someone got, like, the same computer as you, like, three days after, and they just did an unboxing of it, and they got over 300,000 likes on it, and I was like, my mom got this shit three days ago. I don't need their likes. I didn't know unboxings were in demand. Yeah, but I love my my computer. You know, it doesn't help anybody else, but well, actually, it's going to help everybody else if I can learn to use it properly. <laughs> yeah, but where I was going with this was, oh, I just I just got my new my new desktop. Mm-mm. Nope, nope. She didn't stop there. 
she got the Apple and then she was like, well, now I have all this stuff that's Microsoft, that's Samsung. What am I supposed to do with that? No, it wasn't working. Oh, okay. It wasn't working. <laughs> I was having major troubles. Now, of course, in hindsight, they could have been retrograde still fucking with me. But yeah. And so, first of all, mom and I like to sit upstairs a lot of the times, just like, you know, on our laptops. But now she didn't have a laptop. So now we were kind of forced to be in the office downstairs. But it's just one of those things where your back hurts after a while for like long periods of time. If you're, if you're working a nine hour day, like you don't want to be sitting in your office chair for nine hours. Sorry. It compresses your spine down. It's yeah, it's just like, it just gets uncomfortable. So I was getting like, not irritated, but just like uncomfortable. Because I was like, I don't want to fucking sit down here all the time. And so mom was like, that's it. I'm getting a laptop. And I was like, girl, what? <laughs> I need both. I need tools. I need the right tools because I need. I still need to be able to move around if I'm going to write. When yeah. I do writing, I don't like to be stuck at a desk. It's to me that's constricting. But if I if I can move around the no, house, absolutely. Even but outside. The, the funny part about all this is I had my computer and it's been spazzing out. Now I have a Microsoft Surface as well. Um, I have like the little tablet kind of version of it and. This thing has been bonking out. Now, I... Blue screening constantly. Blue screening, like, seven times a day. Like, she's just not okay. You know, she's she's done well. And that's she's after her... I did all the maintenance. Yeah, she's lived her life. And so, mom has been bugging me and bugging me to get a new computer. And so, I said to her, I have to get an Apple. Because um, for my work and everything, and just it, I have a bunch of Apple products, like I have an, an iPhone, I have the Apple Watch, I have the Apple AirPods. I'm like, the one thing I don't fucking have is the computer. Like, why do I still not have the computer? It's like the most standard thing. So mom was like dogging on me kind of, cause she was like, oh, you need a new laptop. But, you know, you're going to the enemy. Mom took this shit, this rivalry. This, that... Now, this was before my oh, computer no, no. crapped this was, out. This was well before your computer crapped yeah. out. But, um, the enemy, I really just, I would say, honestly, when I say well before it was like a week. <laughs> yeah. Because you're like, because, and that's why I did all the maintenance on your computer. Yeah. But she was, I was really trying to get you motivated to, to replace it before it broke down in the middle of job or in mm -hmm. the middle of work or, you know, school. But yeah, she was like, oh, you have to get an Apple. Are you sure you don't want to get another Microsoft? Like blah, 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 blah. And I was like, no, I just want to make the switch, whatever. Um, I have still yet to get a new laptop, <laughs> but mom, she somehow miraculously decided that she wanted her Apple after her computer crapped out, which I was like, okay, she switched and she's learning. That's mm -hmm. really cool, right? Well, I'm when you look up and you Google research, yeah. now I don't just go and buy, I researched it for a day of crying, of crying, of mm -hmm. my baby was dead, mm -hmm. but the, the, the top three are... Apple, Apple, and Apple. I mean, yeah. when you look at podca podcasting, video, and audio, the best computer for it, the they're in the top three. Also, Billy Gates is not doing too well right now. Well, I wish um, him well, but... Uh, I don't know the situation well enough to wish him well. <laughs> I wish all of them well. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you you right. don't... You, you, you gotta wish them well that they figure it out and learn their lessons. But path. Microsoft computers are insane right now that was what i paid for my laptop four years ago was double what i paid for rosie like no thanks yeah and that helped me make a decision yeah <laughs> that helped me make a decision but anyway so i still have this like shitty ass laptop right and again i'm just making fun of you because i think it's funny like yeah, i don't ahead. i don't care at all i'm good I'm but <laughs> the fact that she got her laptop right in apple which she said she would Never, never get buy. Yeah, never. She never say never. She would never buy an that Apple wasn't, product. That was that was ego. Yeah, I thought they were pretentious. And then we come home and she's like, "Oh my god, like I need a laptop now." And so I'm thinking she's gonna get like a dinky Chromebook or something. <laughs> you know, I was like, maybe a refurbished MacBook Air, something like that. No. To hell you say. No, uh, honey, I am worth it. This bitch gets decked out in a two a. Ooh, yes, I repeat, a two terabyte iPad with the connecting thing, with the with the wireless uh, keyboard, that's what it's called. She went all out, so now she's getting her iPad soon. Oh, no, 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 we didn't stop there. 
You thought I was I was done? No. No. Get your tools, baby. She gets Get your tools. An iPhone 12. That's, well, why wouldn't I? If you're going to get yeah. a new phone, you're not going to get the shitty one. You get Why would you go backwards? No, I agree with you. I just think it's so funny how, oh, this one's purple, though. They didn't have pink. I don't care. You can get a you can get anything you want for the for the case. That's yeah. not you know, unimportant. Now I have all the tools. So now she has all the tools. I just thought I'm was... spoiled as fuck. Well, yes, very much so. However, you needed a computer that you couldn't live without. I'm not going to I'm not going to explain myself or apologize for what I'm doing for going forward with with all of the tasks and the projects that I have. And now I feel excited, mm-hmm. rejuvenated. I am seeing all of the new things that I can do that I am going to learn that I didn't even realize I could do. So no, I'm not going to explain myself or feel bad for doing it. No, it definitely launched you forward even it, though it, was, it, it already it was, has. It was a lot. Oh, I'm gonna, I've already taken a step up just in trying to do my monthly videos. My monthly videos already have a whole new flavor mm-hmm. for your YouTube channel. Yeah, I'm excited. I love the phrase "do better," and I'm trying to do. No, I'm doing. I'm doing better. I'm going. Invested in myself is that's what I'm gonna say. So that whole thing, honestly, the whole retrograde for us was felt kind of like a little bit like a nightmare, or at least a really, really mm. bad dream. Oh. Like, okay. you see where I'm going with this? I was like, I wouldn't technically see it's that bad. It wasn't that bad, but that was our segue into our dream <laughs> sequence, which we promised you in the last episode. Yeah. I want to talk about interpreting dreams. Mm-hmm. Very important. It, no, it really is because I get asked that a lot in coaching sessions. When people, friends will call up and they'll ask me, hey, I had this dream. What does it mean? And the weirder the dream, it seems like, the more obvious it is when you look at the symbolism, what it's, what your mind is telling you. So the first thing you have to remember is dreams are only the brain's way of clearing out. It's like brain shampoo. Mm-hmm. They're trying to eliminate thoughts and feelings. and You're processing. Yeah. So they're not real. They don't necessarily, now I'm going to say they don't necessarily, and probably 99.9% of the time, they're not premonitions. They're just your, your body's way of trying to get rid of things. Because our brains want to store information. And a lot of times they're like, do you really need this? Or, hey, have you noticed you're feeling this way? But a lot of times we, we just let it go or we freak out about what happened in the dream. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to turn you on if you don't already know. Turn you on. Oh, turn you on, baby. Ooh, I don't. Mm. Dreambible.com. That's www.dreambible.com. Remember this. I love it. Saying, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we just acknowledge the fact that you're doing this like an ad? Yeah, no. <laughs> I live by this thing. Not sponsored with uh, our, not, no, with our I, 100 followers. Listen, guys, we do not get paid for anything we Girl, talk about. Obviously, we don't get paid for anything. <laughs> I'm paying for 20 they people She's like, guys, you don't know me. This is totally not sponsored. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many companies coming to us right now. They, you know, <laughs> hey, manifesting. Manifesting, oh my, God. my girl. Anyway, <laughs> laugh all you will. Dreambible.com will really help you figure out what's going on in your head. There isn't a dream you're having that doesn't make actual sense. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, there is no dream that will, that will confound you if you look up the symbolism for it. I... I'm going to use a dream that I had. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is how weird it was. Our dog's so, snoring in the background. Very fitting. Old lady, Moo Moo. Moo Moo, old lady. I need you to stop snoring though. Yeah, okay. So I was at school and I was setting up in a corner with a pink water bottle. And it had a black lid and a straw, which for some reason I noticed... When I returned to it, it didn't look the same as anybody else's things. It's like the space that was mine was no longer mine. And in that space that used to be mine, so it was actually two pairs of black boots. 
So I went to look for this spot and then I was getting really confused. So I started to walk down a hallway, which was totally dark, by the way. I couldn't see through it at all. It was pitch black and I couldn't find a light switch. And I heard voices at the end of the hall that sounded like they were having fun. So in, in this dream, it was like, I'm in this dark hallway. Like I hear somebody down there and that's where I want to be, but I can't get there. So I go to what is a kitchen and there is a, um, African-American man standing there that I didn't recognize with Emily. And I asked her if the person that was standing next to her was her previous coach. And she said it was, but yet I didn't recognize his face. That was my track coach? Yeah. Mm. And we love, we love your old track coach. But this person, but I wanted, like it him. was like I wanted it to be him, but I didn't recognize his face at all. Yeah. So then the person that you were standing next to, this coach that I thought was your coach, turned into a female. Oh, okay. And they left the room and then I morphed back into school again. So I decided to go out of this building, which was a school, and look for another entrance. I love my two-second cameo. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just, you show up a lot. I know, but it's always just like, hey. And then <laughs> we'll talk about why. We will talk about, we will talk about why. So I get to the next entrance over outside, and it was a double green door. They were wooden double green doors. They were painted doors, and they had like swirls of gold in in it and I knew I was dreaming right then and there because I didn't recognize these doors at all and I didn't know where they went and so in in the dream I'm actually thinking this is going to lead somewhere cool so I take a deep breath and I confidently push open these doors and I'm faced with this room that had like a jungle feature there was things growing up mm. on the wall it was neat though I was like it was interesting it wasn't yeah. scary it was just like this is some place I didn't expect to be. Mm -hmm. So right, it had like a foresty feel. So then I find a room that in the dream seemed familiar. In waking life, it had no familiarity. But there was this person nearby me who I didn't see their face. They were just in my peripherals and they were speaking to me. I knew I trusted that person. And they followed me into this room and said, look outside the window. Go look out the window. And out of the window, there was this body of water. I want to say it was like a lake. And they said, no, look further down. And there was these beautiful fish. They were like koi. They were large and they were magical looking. And they were so cool. But there was this red wall blocking my view. So I couldn't focus on... The place that she kept also saying, look across the water, go further, look further out. So you want to see to the other side. So there was this red brick wall that was in my way. There was this rock ledge that just in front of it was this clear spot of water where these fish were. When I focused in on the fish, they had these dragon faces, even though they had regular koi bodies. <laughs> How weird is this, right? So I was sort of afraid of them, even though they were beautiful. And then they turned red. And that is my dream. So weird, right? It's kind of all over the place. I mean, it's very abstract. It was. For sure. So I, I could have woken up and said, whatever. The thing that always interests me about the way your brawn, your, your brawn, <laughs> your brawn processes, mm -hmm. the way your brain processes is that every time you have a dream and you tell me about it, it's always really like descriptive. And, um, I don't know if that's just because you're trained to say all of the descriptors, but no, I've it, always dreamt in color and in great it's detail. It's always like really bright and really abstract whereas mine are not like that at all and that's telling yeah and i'll tell you why oh okay here we go <laughs> here we go so the first thing i do and this will help you when you want to start doing this and understanding yourself better and it really does help you understand yourself better it, it will put you out of your denial if you're in it right write down what you remember you don't have to write down you don't have to remember or feel bad because you don't remember every detail. Mm -hmm. If the dream seemed like it was a long time and you only remember two things when you wake up, those are the two things you need to look up. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about forgetting the rest. I happen to remember all my dreams like they're movies. 
Mm -hmm. So I highlight the things that really stood out. And in this dream, like the word school, being in the corner, having a pink water bottle, um, seeing two pairs of black boots, the hallway, having a hallway that's totally dark, um, being in a kitchen, the African-American man that I didn't recognize, um, the swirls of gold on the green wood doors, um, the magical fish, the window, the red wall, the water, the rock ledge, the dragon faces, and the color red. So those are the things that stood out to me. Okay. All right, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. But I want to break down that um, we'll do the first two. School, well, actually, let's do the first three. School, corner, and pink bottle. Okay, so in schools, when you when you dream you're in a school, you are trying to do better for yourself in waking life. So it's about learning, um, insecurities and worry. Oh, um, yeah, so you're trying to learn how to get past that. So when you dream you're in school, your brain is saying you're worried about this and you're trying to learn how to get around it. Not necessarily worried about school, just worried about anything. It's not, it's usually not school. Not school, no, it, yeah. Okay, and I'm going to, I'm going to, again, clarify that if it's not your school that you're currently in, and it could be, but for me, I haven't been in school in decades. Yeah, right. So this school, I didn't even recognize the building, so I just recognized it was a school. So for me, it definitely was saying you're worried about something. Mm -hmm. You're trying to fix something. You're trying to learn how to get around something. A corner means you're feeling trapped so clearly there is a situation in my waking life where i'm feeling trapped and i'm worried about it mm -hmm. now the pink water bottle i literally looked up the, the color pink and the water bottle girl that's just your staple <laughs> put them together it is it is but when i put them together it is a passion a drive for getting accomplishment being reflective Refreshed with what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So clearly, with all of the projects I've started, what do I know already in just those three elements? I'm worried about doing better, which is my one of my favorite taglines, do better. And I really, really want to be successful in that. Mm -hmm. So just those three elements. Right? Then you move on to like the two pairs of black boots. Two is struggling. It's two things against each other. The number two is a struggle. And boots are about firm stances and balance. So clearly there was something I was struggling with. Two things that like the temperance card in tarot, two things that needed to balance, that needed to work together, oil and water, that kind of idea. And in my brain, when I had the stream, it was having my Microsoft products work with my new Apple computer oh my God. because my Outlook, I no longer had Outlook, Excel, PowerPoint, Publisher, or OneNote, all the things that I lived by. Mm -hmm. So that was very, when I, when I realized that, that's what that was about. Yeah. The hallway, hallways are progress into a new phase of life. Well, what's happening? I'm literally creating a whole new world. A whole new future. Okay, Aladdin. Well. Okay, Princess yeah, Jasmine. Yeah, I won't break into song. But mm -hmm. do you understand where we're going with this? Yeah. When you really look at all the weird things, let's go on. Let's go on to something like, um, let's talk about the weird fish. So fish are about becoming aware of something. Fish are, it's like, let's address the elephant in the room. In a dream, a fish is, let's address this. It's okay. something important. So what were the fish in? The fish, oh, the fish had dragon faces, which are the personality. So the fact that dragons represent oppression and tyranny, and it was in water. Water is always emotions. So there was something I was holding myself back from. And red is negativity. So we're dealing with a fish is something important, red, that I'm being negative about, that is holding me back. So the fish, the red dragon face fish in the water literally is just a symbol for some negative mindset that I have that's holding me back from doing what I want to do. It blows me away. I love dreams. Are we in AP English right now? That's kind of what it feels like. We're looking at all the symbolism of like life of pie. Yeah. Even, even the thing with your coach made complete sense. Now, without getting into his thing, talking to him 
in the recent past, Mm -hmm. he is morphing into somebody that I don't recognize. He has acted in ways or said things that that clearly he's changing as well. In a and good way. In a well, in 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 any way, it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. But I realize that somebody that I've only known for a few years is no longer seemingly the person that I knew when we met. If that right. makes any sense at all. So that whole morphing, and in fact, the fact that this person turned into a female was that I'm seeing a softer side. There is a more um, vulnerable side showing that I got to oh, see. Oh, okay, interesting. You understand that? Mm-hmm. So again, my brain was processing all these things at one time into one dream. When you break it down, it makes perfect sense. You pretty much always show up in my dreams as when I'm- when I live I think in your of, mind went rent free. You were my support system, believe it or not. Oh, okay. That, not, not saying that- <laughs> I'm making a joke and you're here like, because it's so important to me. You, well, you are. <laughs> Spawn, you are very important to oh, me because, the, no, the difference in relationships with the boys, like Clayton shows up and I'm usually in a protective, I, I had a dream about him recently that I haven't even written down yet, but I know what that's about. Um, somebody was holding him hostage. He was looking around my bedroom door and he said to me, um, mom, can you do call the police? And I thought he was joking with me. And then he said, I've got somebody holding a gun to me. I'm like, cut the crap. And then all of a sudden this man's face popped around like, he ain't kidding. Oh, damn. Right. Which made me feel like I need to protect Clayton from something. And there's something that I'm seeing in him that is dominating his personality. And I need to help, or I want to help him fix it. <laughs> Clayton listening back to this podcast, like, bro. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm airing all my dirty laundry, all my dirty my dirty thoughts. <laughs> like, that's Girl, not really no. dirty. Girl, <laughs> no. Why would you say that after talking about your son? I'm talking about protection, not dirty thoughts. I know, but the fact that you said it. Cut that part. <laughs> no, let's rephrase don't it. it. Don't cut it. The fact that Sweet I Sweet home mm, Alabama. Not good. Nope. <laughs> yes. Nope. Nope. Clearly I used the wrong word, but it was, you know, those, whatever it is that I'm seeing in Clayton that I think that I'm worrying about. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I want to protect him and he's holding a, a gun to his own head. That's what that is. It's, I'm Ooh, seeing him holding yeah. a gun to his own head metaphorically. And again, just write, write this stuff down, look up the symbolism, tuck it aside. It will never fail you. And common dreams, when you have repeat dreams, that's something you need to really look at. Address it. Can I ask some basic questions? Sure. Because, I mean, obviously this is for my own benefit, but most of the time I'm lucid dreaming. It is very rare where I don't know I'm dreaming. And when I don't know I'm dreaming, it's like obviously scary because I'm not used to it. But most of the time I'm well aware that it's a dream. Even if it bothers me, like I know I'm sleeping. What does that mean? What does what, that happy. that you're lucid dreaming? Yeah, that just means you're more open. Do you realize you think about when people get scared? It's almost like a form, and I hate to use the word PTSD, but the way your brain works, even in daily life, if you are able to acknowledge in waking life that what you're thinking isn't real. This is going back to episode one, feelings aren't real, Mm -hmm. and how we get trapped in that idea that this thought is all-consuming and it's destroying me, which it's just a thought. It isn't destroying you. Dreams are the same thing. When when you are able to lucid dream, it's because you have already um, emotional maturity of being able to say, I recognize this as a thought. This is not who I actually am. This is just an idea, a thought, or a negative, I, you know, a negative process I'm stuck in. So it's kind of a sign of emotional and mental maturity. So the times when I'm not lucid dreaming, those are the ones that are most important because that means I'm running from. I that. wouldn't say most important. They all to me, all dreams are. But that's important. the one I'm avoiding. Clearly, that's the one you're probably avoiding when you wake up and you go, "Oh my god, oh my god," and you you just have to stop and 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 tell yourself it was it was just a dream if you're saying it's just a dream you need to be doing that in daytime too saying this is a thought right i'm acknowledging the thought is hurting my feelings making me angry or making me insecure i'm acknowledging this and when you start doing that 
it starts happening in dreams. Because I don't ask you about my dreams that often, to be honest. And when I do, it's because I was like, whoa. Like, I, I didn't realize what was happening. It's brain shampoo. Dreams are brain shampoo. And when you, when you shampoo your hair and you have a hair or two, you let it go. You don't think about it again. But when you have a clump of hair fall out and you go, I need to figure out what this is. It's the same thing with a dream. Is it a strand of hair that came out because you just washed your hair and you naturally lose hair? The brain is cleaning itself out. You've shampooed your brain. Was it a clump? Are you recognizing a clump? Are you recognizing a strand? That's what dreams are. I feel like you're adding me right now with my hair falling out. I thought you'd, I thought, I thought you'd recognize yeah, that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> the way that you smirked at me like, yeah, bald bitch, fucking losing your hair. You're, first of all, you're not bald. I know. But I'm the amount bald. of times I had to listen to you going, mom, my hair's falling out in clumps. All right, yeah. I thought you'd Laugh at my medical that. issues, will you? So you get the gist of how important this is, right? I already knew it was important. <laughs> I don't know why you're looking at me. It's important to write them down, highlight the, the words that stand out to you. That's always a good way to start. So if you find um, a dream that you actually would let us talk about here on the pod, you know, send us, shoot us an email at fossilandthespawn at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. And if you actually don't want it and you want something more private, then um, you can either send it there or, you know, go through angiemcmahon.com and contact me that way and uh, we'll get you figured out. It's always really interesting when you're thinking about your past dreams and especially the reoccurring ones that no longer happen. Isn't that so weird? Like, and then you're like, oh, well, clearly I got over that hurdle. <laughs> but if, if you recognize the repeat dream... I yeah. had one with Big Daddy D. Yeah. For 17 years of our marriage, I had a reoccurring dream that he either looked at me like he hated me or he was leaving and I couldn't get him to talk to me. Mm -hmm. And then after we had our big life-changing um, trip together and everything fell into place and we had a heart-to-heart um, and I finally got to meet him. What I said, I got to meet, I got to meet Big Daddy D. I finally knew everything about him. He finally opened up and told me everything and it all made sense. And that dream stopped. And then I realized that was just me recognizing there was a part of him that I didn't see a part of him. He didn't even like a part of him. He didn't want to acknowledge. And once he did and shared it with me, oh my God. It was, it was amazing. That could have went a really different way if you were like, yeah, I was just having all these dreams that he was going to leave me. No. And then, then he did. So then, you know. It wasn't I like no that. longer had that dream. After he died, I was like, oh, well, the no. prophecy came true. No, it wasn't like that. There was a side. No, I, I recognized that he wasn't telling me something. Yeah. You just know. You just know. It's just in your gut. And your, and your, your, your brain dream, knows. Your brain knows and your dreams will... Uh, you know, sneak it up on you and say, hey, you might, are you looking? You looking at this? You see this? Well, clearly not, kid, if I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> but yeah, dreams are amazing things. I, I love everything about studying them. What happens if you don't dream? Or could it just be that you're not hitting the sleep that you need? Possibly. There's, there's probably a thousand reasons. Because I, I've but actually But it doesn't noticed, mean something's wrong. No, but like I've noticed that the times where I'm sleeping like sufficiently, I'm dreaming, especially after a while. Like if I, if I have a month of like good sleep. You're not reaching REM when you don't dream. But then there's other times where like I'll go like two months without remembering anything, a dream of any mm -hmm. sort. It's kind of like a blackout. Your brain needs to shut down completely. Mm -hmm. Reboot. <laughs> Hard reset. Hard reset. <laughs> so let us know if there's any dreams you want you guys want to discuss. I'd love to hear. And it. make them fucking interesting. <laughs> they usually God are. Damn. They usually are. I want some fire, some excitement, some oh, death, like some sex grief. dreams. By no, the way, they no, don't ever mean what, what you think I they meant. do. That's not what I meant. I mean, in my dreams, like, bro, I be. I, I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But in the way where, you know, there's like kidnapping and that kind of shit. Action. Can you fly? 
in your dreams? No. See, that's that's the other thing. Mom's dreams are always like she has like powers and shit. I never have powers in my dream. Mine are always like obviously like dystopian, but like more realistic. And do you know why? Why? It's not that I have powers. When you can breathe underwater, when somebody's tra- when somebody's no. trying to kill you, and I have dreams people are trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. When I have those dreams, I usually can get in the water and I can breathe underwater. I can fly away. All of that, all that indicates is that I know I have the strength and ability to get through my hurdle in waking life. When you don't have that in your dreams, when you're not able and something bad happens, it means that you're not quite sure of your own abilities in waking life. And it doesn't mean you won't have them. It doesn't mean you're not getting stronger. It means you're not quite secure enough to know, I've lived enough problems that I've seen myself get through problems. I've seen myself work through them. So I know what I'm capable of. You're not been, you haven't been tested, I guess is, is in a, in a lot of things. And those areas that you haven't been tested in are going to be the ones where you have those dreams where you're failing or but I somebody's mean, well, I don't kidnapping even mean, you. I don't even mean failing. I mean, in the way where let's say I am kidnapped, like I'm experiencing all of the feelings like throughout it if that makes sense in the way where like it's realistic where I'm seeing my panic but like even if I escape in the end you know what I mean like I'm watching the process and that, but that's natural if you think about what you just said you're acknowledging that there is something that's happening that you're feeling overly controlled by other thought uh, situations and, and or people or events yet in the end you do survive it yeah and that is an acknowledgement of your brain saying, you'll get through it. Yeah, I normally don't die. Because I, also, I'm normally aware that it's a dream. So I can like be like, oh, I don't feel like dying tonight, you know? <laughs> and that doesn't mean you're going to die. It just means that you don't feel, if you dream that you've died, it's a pretty good indicator that you don't feel like you're able to get through something. Are dreams, I don't know why I can't think about this. Are dreams in first person or third person? They can be either. Okay. Have you ever watched yourself watching something? Have you ever had the dream where you're watching yourself? Or you feel like you aren't who you are in the dream? Well, so I've... Okay. Because I was I was hoping it was both. Because I think I have had both. Where you're, you're watching it like it's you. Yeah. Happening and in real time. And then you're actually time. engaged in it. But then there's also times you're watching it like it's a movie. Yeah. Where yep. you're in there. You see yourself. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like first, first, what is it called? First game player? What's it called in gaming? I don't know. First person shooter? First person shooter. <laughs> yeah. That what you're talking about? Of you. That's a horrible comparison, but yeah. Yeah, but like, what does that mean? What's the differences in first and third person? A disconnect. I think it's just a, a how disconnected are you mm. from from it? Are you in it or are you just acknowledging it about yourself Mm. okay interesting only you can answer that question emily (laughs) (laughs) what's it feel like go and listen to your gut well i didn't know if it was even possible because i thought i've heard people say before like you can't dream in one of the one of the ways i'm gonna say you're wrong yeah i know i've had a dream where i've watched myself and going idiot (laughs) yeah literally Or, no, don't do that. (laughs) Um, Speaking of dreams and dreams being crushed, uh, I had a... (laughs) Do you see where I'm going with Maybe these dreams were crushed? Yeah, they were shattered. No, I'm joking. No. I'm joking. A you peace? Who's who's crushing my baby's dreams? A punces you. Do you know what I'm about to talk about? Yes. (laughs) My dreams being absolutely crushed. So, this is the stupidest thing ever, but I want to know if this is a universal experience. So, when you're like 12 or 13 or 14 or whatever your fangirl phase happens. 53. 53, right. Exactly. I will never give up my fangirl phase. If guys can go to every sporting event and scream and shout over their favorite players and favorite teams, I will fight you to be able to support my theater and my actors and my actresses. No. Okay. No. Okay. Put your finger down. We understand. We're on your side. We're on your side. Okay. Thank you. But 
Yeah, so when I was like 12 or 13, this is really embarrassing. I'm gonna say it. If you don't know me that well, um, I was really into Five Seconds of Summer. I still am. I'm not even gonna front. Like, I still am. Why is that embarrassing? Well, I don't, again, I don't really know why, because again, it's a band. Like, I love the monkeys in the Beatles era, so I understand. I love Five Seconds of Summer in the One Direction era. There you go. That's what it is. That's what it is. But also, I was like a MagCon fangirl. Do you guys remember MagCon? <laughs> or also O2L. Oh my god. <laughs> Just any boy who looked baby-faced, I was yeah. like, I was all into that. At the, the twinks. Of 12 and 13. Twinks. <laughs> yeah, literally, with like the black skinny jeans. I was like, yes! <laughs> I love that! <laughs> They're like 17, I'm like 12, I'm like, we'll get married. <laughs> um, no, it wasn't that crazy, but I had my boys and it was a sad, sad day. The other day I went on Instagram and I found out that Luke Hemmings, the singer of Five Sings of Summer is officially engaged. And while I am happy for them, I wish them both a happy die. <laughs> oh no, 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 I'm no, joking. No, 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 I'm joking. I'm joking. Take it back. No, take it I back. obviously take it back. Retract that from the universe. I obviously take it back. I thought that would be funny. No, I wonder if anyone else does this. Like you're literally in a relationship. I've been in a relationship for four years, four years. And I'm in love with my boyfriend. Like we're probably going to get married, all that kind of shit. Right. And I saw that and I was like, that ruined my day. No, I it. I too had a similar experience when I was about seven or eight. I, I honestly, I don't remember. Seven or eight, girl, I'm twenty. Okay, but wait a minute. <laughs> to address what you just said mm-hmm. before I get into my story, how many people have had girlfriends that they had to take down their Twitter or their social media because they're dating an actor? And the the fan base just acted like immature little assholes. Oh, no, that's insane. To but, be clear, but, what, but it's the same feeling. But people don't ignore like your emotional maturity is. It was fun while it lasted. It was a no, little, no, no. you know. To be fair, I didn't really care that much. If anything, I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like he found someone to, to marry. Yeah, I just thought it would be like a relatable, funny experience. But it is a relatable, funny experience. But that's the point. People don't acknowledge that it's okay to to have this fantasy world with a celebrity involved. There is a I fantasy mean, world for everyone. Yeah, but there's weird lines that shouldn't be crossed. And there are people living today who will harass and bully um, the 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 significant other of a celebrity because they can't get their fantasy life under control Mm -hmm. and that's insanity there's a difference between i feel like 20 year old me looking at him and being like oh i thought you were hot when i was 12 and you were on my walls (laughs) and now you're married that's crazy when i was okay now Mm -hmm. when i was seven or eight i could be getting the age wrong but it was in the 70s people it was in the 70s and Mm -hmm. i was in love with it was in the 70s y'all it was in the 70s 70s. this sean cassidy Mm -hmm. okay right I was just mesmerized by Sean Cassidy. <laughs> so I, my mother called it wallpaper. She didn't call it posters up. It was wallpaper. You couldn't see the wall. There were so many Sean That's Cassidy. That's why she let you do that. Well, yeah, because I had wall... I actually did have wallpaper, so the scotch tape didn't ruin didn't the wallpaper. Okay. It wasn't paint. Anyway, it was just plastered with Sean Cassidy. And uh, when I got home one day, and I was happened to be, you know, all decked out in my Sean Cassidy jeans and t-shirts. Really? And, oh, my God. Yeah, JC. I think it was JCPenney or Sears. Somebody sold a pair of pants with his face at the bottom, at bell bottom, little bell bottom jeans. And um, Wait, that's kind of cute. Why yeah. don't we have that anymore? You can make it because you make them. Can it doesn't, it doesn't benefit them? stores, really, does it? I don't know. You can make them. But imagine, like... Nah, that shit would go crazy with like Billie Eilish's face on it. You're gonna I'm tell sure me that you people can, wouldn't buy that shit? You can make it. You can make it yourself. Like Ariana Grande, they'd be like, Ooh. of course, of course they do. In fact, their names sell brands anyway, right? That's what I'm saying, exactly. So I walked into the kitchen from school and my mother was cooking and she just said in her little, you know, jinglish, you're in a good mood. And I said, why? She goes, your boyfriend got married today. And I'm like, what? She goes, Sean, that Sean Cassidy boy, he got married today. And I ran to my room, <laughs> threw myself on my bed, and cried my eyes out. No! I did. Are you I, serious? I did. True story, bro. 
Oh, damn. Little seven, eight-year-old me was Why devastated. Why would you <laughs> Wherever Mr. Cassidy is out there, I humbly apologize, sir. That's so funny. I hope he's doing well. It's like, wow, you asshole. You can even wait for me. <laughs> I did. Seven my little, My little child no. brain did that. Like, you couldn't wait for me? You couldn't? Honestly, my little seven-year-old brain did that thing. You know what's I funny, was devastated. They definitely have that experience about other celebrities. Yeah. So it's like... Well, you know, here's my question. I who's can't... Sean Cassidy's celebrity crush? Who did well, he think Wait he a minute, but marry? here's the thing. Now, let's be fair. He did not grow up in a normal household. His mother was famous. His father was oh. famous. His, you know, siblings. Um, he David Cassidy was his sibling. I don't know who that is. D- oh, my God. I'm hurting right now Sorry. just to hear you say that. I know who Sean Cassidy is. Who David, David was Cassidy? his half brother who um, also was Partridge Family, which was a huge show. Which his actual mom played with his stepbrother in this show, and they were. Um, it was an amazing little fun show. Mm. Okay. And good for them, <laughs> I guess. Google Partridge Family. You won't be sorry. I've heard of the show. Susan Day played the sister. Oh, okay. Who was. But anyway, had some fun little bops. Mm-hmm. Um, some bangers. Hey, I think I love you. You know that song I play all the time? Oh. That's oh. David. That's David. Okay. okay. Not Sean. Not David. Sean. Sean was the do run run. <laughs> Come on, you have had to heard these songs coming out of my phone. Probably. I don't know. Anyway. That's Even story. she snorled. And I'm sticking to it. But yeah, just celebrity crushes growing older. But they help, see, now at my age, celebrity crushes help me write. They are the faces of the characters in my books. Mm-hmm. They help motivate me. You can do anything. It's like Barbies, but in it's your like adult Barbie. mind. You know, when you are when you play Barbies when you were little and you can have all these scenarios, and I know you know what I'm talking about, you used to have entire cities in your little... So, okay, funny that you bring this up because um, I was on TikTok the other day. And I saw this thing about, they were like, you know, TBT to when we would play Barbies or whatever. And someone in the comments said that they were talking about how they were like really um, in depth with like their storylines and everything. And someone was like, oh, that's a sign of OCT. And I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, if you have like a bunch of like a, like a full fledged, because I used to write like graphs. You did. (laughs) I found them recently. There's probably still some more in the basement. I used to make like, literally my five-year-old ass would make like (laughs) tables and graphs to like chart. You did. Their connections and shit and like their names, their professions, their salary, like what car if they, they had, If they had a disability, a medical problem. Did I? You yeah, did. I the broke, did. The one with the broken arm. There was one in a wheelchair. Because I don't know what happened to that poor character. I think it lost the leg in battle or something. I don't know oh, wow. what you did. It was crazy. God. I used to run across that. And I knew not to touch it. Because wherever your Barbies landed, I was not to touch them. You did made I tell it, you that? Yes. You're like, mommy, don't move anything. They're all in, you know, they're all right where they needed to be so I can pick up in their lives. And I'm like, okay. Okay, you crazy, crazy no, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun watching you. Because that's creativity at its best. Yeah, I Childhood that. It's gone, innocence. So. Uh, it was a beautiful thing. No, but literally, like, I always think about that. Like, what the, why did no one say like, hmm. Okay, I want to address again the fact that you took it to a label and decided because someone no, said I'm a label. So, oh my God. That now it's a problem. It was never a problem. No, it was actually pretty baller of me. It was really cool. I used to like paint them mm-hmm. um, with like red paint. Like let's say someone got in a car accident. I would mm-hmm. literally like paint them and put casts on them. Not like real casts, like like toilet paper casts sort of right. thing. Right. But I would do that all the time. And I'd be like, oh, they're in the hospital right now. You did. You like, did indeed. What the fuck? You're a very creative little one. It was fun to watch you. Yeah, she's gone now. She's not. She's in there. You've suppressed her. You've stomped her down. Yeah. She will resurface when you're ready. Mm-hmm. Like mine. Mine's resurfacing now. I'm feeling that little girl going, <laughs> I can do me. this. I can do this. Oh my God, I can do it. Let's play. 
Why are all of your little taglines today, like, low-key dirty? Can you chill out? Is that my fault? Like, am I just, like, taking it somewhere that it doesn't need to go? Or not, are you... I'm honest to God for the first time not actually thinking anything dirty when I've said anything today. All these innuendos. I'm like, That's out. on you, girl. Yeah, probably. That's on you. Sorry, not sorry. I didn't mean any of it dirty. Okay. But, yeah, two out of four... Five Sauce members are engaged and or... Did one of them get married? I don't remember. And then one of them has a girlfriend. And then the other one, I'm pretty sure, is single. So we've lost three out of four of them, guys. (laughs) (laughs) They're gone. See, now when you say shit like that at my age, when I say I lost three out of the four of them... You mean they're dead? They're dead. You know. We're down to two of the four monkeys. Damn. Yeah, Damn. it breaks my heart. Which, how much older are they than you? I was second generation monkeys. So the monkeys were the most popular at their peak in 1967. And that was the year I was born. Mm-hmm. So by the time I came around, it was a decade. They had long been gone from new television, but they were hot and heavy on the repeats they were like a daily occurrence you know you could run home at four o'clock and turn on one of your three channels on your you know television box (laughs) and if you could get it in you could watch it every day after school in reruns Mm -hmm. so i call myself a second generation monkeys fan because i wasn't there when they were big and bold Mm mm-hmm but they were do, still doing touring and stuff, so I got to see them a couple times. It was cool. Met Peter Tork twice, got his signature. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. You can tell a story about your blue suede shoes? So he had a group that he played with called Shoe Suede Blues. And he happened to be um, in, uh, playing at a local place in Maryland where I lived at the time. And so I, I got to go to the show. Big Daddy D went with me. Mm-hmm. And I was a couple months pregnant, maybe four or five months pregnant with Clayton. Okay. And uh, so I got to meet him because it was a very small venue. And then... Because I was aware of of him having that band, he showed up again in Baltimore. When I went to that one, I finally had the nerve to ask for an autograph. And for the event, I wore blue suede sneakers for to see the shoe suede blues. And then I had him sign my blue suede shoes. Of course, you can't tell the signature at all because it was done in silver marker, which should have been cool. Mm. So I know it was him, but I didn't have a camera at the time. So there's no photo proving it. I just know it's his DNA. (laughs) But so, and that's one of those things where it meant something to me. Yeah. But I can't prove that he signed it. But there were witnesses. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. In fact, that was the time. We talk about witnesses. Um, my friend Debbie, oh, okay. shout out to Debbie. I thought you were going to be like, dad. I was like, there's no, no witnesses. No, <laughs> no. My friend Debbie went with me and um, she was there. And one of the things that happened that blew me away where I fell in love with Peter Tork all the more is I was at my heaviest because it was this at this point it was after Clayton was born. Yeah. So I had gained a crap ton of weight, about the same size I am now. And I, but I was insecure about it mm-hmm. okay and I was feeling like crap so when I went to the show before I asked for this autograph I was overwhelmed by just there was probably 30 people it wasn't even that many people but I was still very intimidated and the girls were being very very pushy but I had been already outside when he came out and he was sitting down and I was hesitating whether or not I wanted to bother him in between sets and I looked at him and smiled and he smiled like, Hey, you can come over. Well, all of a sudden all these girls came out of nowhere and like pushed me aside. And he literally like parting the sea. He goes, no, no ladies, ladies, hold on you. And he motioned to me like the Kamir. No, you were here first. I wanted to cry. 
because no, it was like was really he nice. saw me that, was really nice. that I was being respect you know respecting his privacy and his space and when he knew that I really wanted an autograph because I had my I was clutching my pen right and he did that I was like I loved him so much more for that no, he acknowledged really that story. yeah I'll never forget that that meant so much to me and he's he's passed on now Peter wherever you are man rest in peace Peter Tork <laughs> Fuck Davy Jones. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, we love Davy, but everybody loved Davy. Davy the short one. Small of stature. Small. He's the one with the tambourine. Yeah. Okay. The British one? Yeah, he was beautiful. He was a beautiful young man. No, I'm I'm a Mickey fan. Mickey's funny as hell. I would say Mickey's my favorite. I was all about Mr. Nesmith, though. Mr. Nesmith was a Capricorn, and I seriously have a problem with capricorns meaning i i just am like a magnet capricorn yep Mm -hmm. (laughs) fear capricorn i probably already love you i don't know you but i'm attracted to you it sucks it sucks (laughs) she goes it sucks yeah yeah there's something about capricorns see i'm initially like that with gemini's and then i realize that they're not great men not the women the women are great gemini men piss me off it's two people in one. Yeah. You're dealing with two people in one immediately. <laughs> and that's not a bad thing. It's just a lot. <laughs> but at first I'm like, wow, they're great. And then I'm like, oh, ooh. Mm. Well, I don't know about well. that. Well, well. And that's all our spastic fossil and spawn thoughts. Um, in Mercury Gatorade. In Mercury and Gatorade mm-hmm. that loved to uh try and drown me but i think i'm winning i'm spoiled we warned everyone too i swear we talked about it in episode eight right and then literally (laughs) not fucking a day later a day later it's true so between mercury and gatorade and your dreams you know let us know what's going on out there and if you need help i think we said that already come back and i can help you with that yeah all right, guys. Guys the, and gals. Yeah. it's It'll be over soon. Just hang in there. Mm-hmm. Love you all. Love you. Bye. Bye.